Hey folks, welcome to a late night post game, uh, crazy game edition of Free Press Sports with Carlson Sean. Uh, I am in Dallas. Actually, I'm in Arlington, Texas, halfway between Dallas and Fort Worth, more or less. Carlos is in somewhere in Michigan, I assume, getting ready for the new year, unpacking champagne, doing whatever it is he does for new year. In any case, what a game, Carlos. Um, lot, lots to get through. We don't want to take too much of your time, uh, listener, but uh, let's at least get through a few things. And let's start with the, the play of the game. I mean, look, the, the, the Lions make this play of the game. It's, we're talking about two-point conversion. And it holds up. It's the win of the year for them easily, right? And and maybe the game of the year in the NFL just in terms of compelling theater. But uh, w- 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 real quickly, what did you see? Were you shocked that they went for two and that they kept going for two <laughs> and kept going for two? So just what did you think and what's your thought? And then I'll go through uh, what happened and, and at least how it's been explained to me. Uh, I wasn't shocked at all. Um, I knew that they were going to go for two because two reasons, you know, it's Dan Campbell and they go for it. And even in the broadcast, they made a point of saying that, that the Lions go for it, of course, down more than any team. Um, you know, and I, I've written this before. I wrote it again today. And the three questions is it's not just because Dan Campbell likes to go for it. And he's just an aggressive guy. It's because, you know, they can't really trust their defense. The defense played well today. Uh, well and certainly well enough to win, but he doesn't want to put the game in the defense's hands. The, the, the offense is the engine that drives his team. So go with your strength and that he's right to do that. I had no problem with it. A lot of these pundits or whatever in post game, you know, analysis, where like, oh, I can't believe they were on the seven yard line going for it on two. It's oh, this is crazy. Like one, that means you haven't really watched the Lions this year. If you're, you know, amazed by that and yeah, try to win the game. You know, I have no problem with that because then it turns into a coin flip. And the Cowboys have a pretty good offense and you can't expect the defense to keep working miracles and bailing you out. So, yeah, no, I have no problem with it. I wasn't surprised. I, I, I you know, I knew he was going to go for it every time that he could. And uh, it was the right call. And then obviously controversy ensues because it's it's the the, the Lions in Dallas where, where everything has to be controversial. <laughs> so uh, what happened, Sean? I mean, what, it was just so confusing. And on top of that, you have the layer of Dan Campbell is really frustrated, you know, in the post-game press conference, obviously and upset with the officiating. What, what was it like and what was he, it? He was, he was heated on the field. And I walked in late because, the unfortunately, I missed the first part of his press conference because um, – you know, games like this kind of keep you in the press box trying to yeah. get a coherent uh, coherent uh, column together instantly like that. And when I got there, he was really, really frustrated. He was heated on the field afterwards when he got an explanation from the refs. So he he, taught, he did explain that he, he went through everything before the game. He, everybody was supposed to do certain things in case this came up. And another interesting thing, first of all, when they got the ball back, um, and they were down by seven, 20 to 13, I want to say. He said he told his team, we're going to go down, we're going to score, and then we're going to go for two. And we're going to win the game. So they knew that was that was part of the plan before they started that drive. And they started, what, in their 11 or 10? I can't remember. They went 89, 90 yards. In a lot of ways, the most impressive drive in the game, in a minute and 40 seconds or so, and, no, and had no timeout. So they go down, they score the touchdown. And then... They go for two, and the announcers in the stadium, or at least in the press box, maybe it was the stadium, say, you know, number 70 is, or Dan Skipper is eligible. There, he's reported eligible. 
so, you know, Taylor Decker then catches the ball in the corner of the end zone. And that was a little confusing. It was weird, Carlos, because the place is going. There were enough Lions fans in here actually to create some noise. It's not like it has been this fall, but in any case, so you have that emotion in the sideline. Obviously, it's going crazy. You could probably see that on TV. And then they throw that flag. So the explanation is, Taylor Decker said he reported. If you go back and watch the film, you can see him go over to the official and report. You can also see before he does that, he's in the huddle, Jared Goff pointing and sending him over to report. But he and Skipper both go over to the official. But Skipper said after the game, he did not report. So Decker has already reported. If you watch the sequence, you can see Decker has reported. He's gone over there and he's done it. He's standing there. Skipper comes up to him and then lighted right at the last minute, just kind of does a dipsy do. It's almost like he's trying to fake him out. So Skipper said he said nothing. Mm-hmm. Decker said he reported. That's partly why they were so frustrated. That's partly why, uh, Gaw- you know, golf was frustrated. Campbell was heated. The, everybody in the locker room was was pretty frustrated, right? You know, a lot of them took the high road, Carlos, saying, hey, there were plenty of other plays to be made out there. We didn't play very – the offense didn't play well in the first half, which they did not at all, and all that sort of stuff. But um, if the Lions are saying, if that's true, the way they explained it, then the NFL – the NFL got it wrong. But so, so do you know in the in the stadium did the referee announce? Because they always announce this on the. Field. They announced the skipper announced, reported. They announced the skipper reported as eligible, and yeah, not Decker. Did. And so the they question did. is: yeah, the question is, and I think someone mentioned this on Twitter. It was Dan Wetzelmaker or someone. And the saying, ref was so distracted. They, did you well, see that? Saying, no, but but one of the things that a point that was made is maybe the Lions ran trick play that was so good that it was it tricked the referee and that if you have two guys going up there to obviously confuse the Cowboys and they assume that it's you know uh, Skipper who's reporting eligible but it's actually Decker are the Lions trying to win this on a technicality of no no no. Uh, Decker was eligible, in fact, the whole time, and the referees just announced the wrong. Is it on the lines to tell the referees? No, no, no. It's sixty-eight who's eligible, not seventy. Or they're they're happy that the refs got it wrong, so that the Cowboys think we got to make sure we're covering Skipper. That I don't know. It's not going to catch the ball. Two can't report, so that's what that was the referee's explanation: is that two can't report. And that's what Campbell Skip, said too. Two, two people yeah, can't report. But Skipper, but Skipper can't. Skipper says he didn't report. And you, if you watch the sequence, you can see Decker go over and report, and then Skipper comes over after. So the fact that they got that confused is—I mean, it's just a mistake. And who's who said it? I mean, and golf was was frustrated, but he was also kind of—he um, was gracious. He's like, "Hey, they got it wrong. They messed up." But it happens. We messed up too. I mean, that, that that's about as <laughs> grace. That 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 shows a lot of maturity, right? I mean, I I know it's frustrating because they that mistake cost the Lions the game. But that's not the only mistake that cost the Lions the game. Is that is that a reasonable way to put it? You know what? Um, to me, um, I. I, I don't like this. I don't. I don't like when people say this because it's a cliche. Well, we had so many other chances. No, don't give me this. Dan Campbell is not furious and fuming 
and even yelling at a reporter because many parts of the game could have won his other point. You know, no, it's this. This is the flashpoint. This is the, the, the play that decided the game. And there, yeah, you can always say that, you know, that some at some other some other random play could have decided it. No, that, that's certainly true. But that's not it. That's not that's not what life comes down to. Life comes down to these crucial plays. And they talk about this all the time. You know, in the NFL, it's like every game comes down to one or two plays. Well, this is that one or two plays, that play, the play to Decker. And whether he reported they got it wrong or he didn't say the right thing or Skipper, they got it wrong. Or whether it was an illegal formation that there weren't seven guys on the line. You know, that's another thing, you know, whether the receiver is covered up or not. I mean, there's all these different parts to this play. Um, but I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. If you want to, you know, I think sometimes these guys talk, talk about the high road or this and that, and, you know, oh, we could have won and we, we had other opportunities, it, it, you know, they just don't want to get fined. They don't want to, it's a way of avoiding talking about it. You know, they don't want to say too much because you can, you're going to get a, you know, $15,000 fine. You know, you're going to get a little FedEx package in your locker on Wednesday or whatever, telling you that you can't, you can't, you can't criticize the officiating. Uh, publicly or else you get fined by the NFL. It's a good rule because then you have a lot of problems, but uh, I don't believe that. There's more free press sports with Carlos and Sean coming up right after this break. I, I don't agree with that, Carlos, all, all due respect. Of course, he was saying, I mean, Goff is speaking the truth. He's speaking the absolute truth. If they had played a great game, then yes. But they did not. They missed the side. The, the, that was, so this is the first time, by the way, the offensive line, the Lions have lost when their offensive line has been healthy. They're like six and one now or whatever. And this was easily their worst game. It wasn't just that they got physically dominated in the first half. They were missing assignments. They were whiffing. There was there were miscommunications. They were not sharp at all. And Ben Johnson struggled. And he's had some struggles in the end zone trying to figure out the rhythm of things. You know, he got a little too cute sometimes. That we can discuss that. You're also later. going against Michael Parsons for the first time too. Demarcus Lawrence. It's not the first time. It's not the first time uh, that they've faced good defensive players. No, for sure, but. But this Cowboys team is, I mean, no, they're good defensively. But what makes them so tough at home is they average 40 points a game. They yeah. scored 20. They scored 20 today. This is the yeah. best. This is, the defense played not great, but they were really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, 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 gave, they gave the Lions a chance to win. So, yes, that that muff play, that muff miscommunication, uh, that it cost them. No question. But I understand looking at the whole of the game and saying, you know, guys, yeah, if, if it's a great game the whole way and you play your best your whole way and you lose because of a, mis- a mistake by the refs, then yes. But that wasn't the case. So the opposite of this is, you know, if you want to belabor the point is if they win the game on that two-point conversion, are they talking about, yeah, but we could have also won the game with another play and if I hadn't thrown that interception? No, they would have said, oh, this is amazing and – a celebration video and Taylor Decker and the old guard and blah, blah, blah. No, you can't have it both ways. You but know, you're not having it both ways. They, but they would know. They would have said what they always say when that happens. They would have said, we stunk. And then we found a way to win. That's what they would have said. That's what they, that's all, every athlete says that. Yeah, oh my they would have God, said it was a team effort. You know, we, they, no, they don't. This is what yes. they say. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't understand 
your grasp with the reality when it comes to stuff like this. I hear athletes say that all the time. I hear coaches say that in one all the time. Yeah, we found a way to win late. How many times have you heard that? Yeah. What does that mean? No, no. That means they didn't play well up until and then or how many times you hear a coach say, God, we really stole that one. Or we maybe I'm glad we won, but we didn't deserve to win. These are things they would not have said. You that. Hear all this, they would, they would have not said, have said that that they didn't play well in the first half, but they found a lot of character. I mean, Campbell talked about how they didn't they right that they didn't play, but he loved the late drive. You know, it was best drive of the year. But anyway, whatever. I, I'm talking about facts. I'm just talking about facts. That's it. Yeah, I'm talking about facts too. And uh, no, you're not. Is, the fact is, no, because you 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 look at things with rose colored glasses, and you want to just that is nothing to do about everybody, no, and everything, and everybody's, just, no, everything's fine, and everybody's it's good nothing. person. No, the, the the fact is, they played a good game in the first half. The defense played a good game in the first half. The defense, the offense, it, it, both defenses actually played pretty well. You know, and and everybody thought, you know, yeah, they're averaging Cowboys are averaging 40 points, you know, a game at home and whatever, you know, and the, it was impressive what the Lions did defensively. This just turned into more of a defensive struggle the whole game. And both both sides, both sides had their chances. Right. Um, and they they just didn't capitalize. You could say that you I think the Cowboys fans would be a lot more disappointed in what the Cowboys offense did today. than Lions fans going into hostile environment against Dallas, pretty good defense playing at home. You know, I don't, I, yeah, you can always play a better game. I mean, I know who's going to play, you know, sometimes the Lions have perfect games in them, but I think this was a very good effort. They could have played better on, on offense. You're right. Ben Johnson got a little cute, too cute sometimes, you know, well, running, and golf you know, shopping, golf through two, two picks. picks. Absolutely. That, that one of them was, was pretty bad, but they could have done things differently, but you know, they, they, I, at the end of the day, I mean, they were in Dallas and, you know, what was it tied in the third quarter or 10, 10 or something. I mean, I, you know, that was, that was pretty good. I mean, to go to Dallas and do that and give themselves a chance to win the game that late. I mean, I don't know if you saw on TV, but the replays showing the fans after they scored that touchdown that was called back for the two point conversion, rather you, they showed the Cowboys fans just stunned, just stunned that this was happening and obviously changed, but um the Lions, the Lions played well enough to win. And I think they got a lot of people's respect, actually, even though they lost the game. I, I don't think people expected that, this kind of effort from the defense. But just holistically, to see them have that kind of like fight in them to march, you know, whatever it was, you know, 85 yards or 80 yards or so in the last, you know, two minutes um, and give themselves a chance to win in Dallas on Jimmy Johnson night, too, on top of that. Yeah, nobody cared about Jimmy Johnson. I mean, the Cowboys people did, but the Lions didn't. But it was uh, it was an impressive performance in a lot of ways late. And they made some adjustments in the half, and they started running uh, power, and they lined up better in the beginning of the third quarter and gave the ball to Montgomery, I want to say, seven times in that first time they had the ball. And he ran for 44 yards. That was their second most impressive drive of the night, right? Other than the last one, yeah. which – yeah. Was under a lot of duress. No, they they did some good things. To, to me, they showed they belong on the national stage, right? Wasn't the idea that they're contenders? They they had a chance to win, yeah. and that was not that was not their best effort. They weren't. That was part of where Campbell was frustrated too. Well, right? you know, I mean, one of the things I I think on I think it was I forget which pick it was that got through. Um, 
you know, I mean, Parsons was closing in on him. You know, he feels the pressure and that's rushing things. And they made a point on the broadcast of saying, this is Troy been saying, you know, well, when you, when the rush is coming at you real quick, that speeds up your timing and the defensive backs know that the ball is going to have to come out sooner and they can sit on those routes. And that really helps them out as far as knowing that I have, I can react a little quicker. I can take a little bit of a chance and maybe jump this route. So um, that, that plays into their, their, their defense. You know, when you have some really elite edge rushers, you know, maybe the best edge rusher right now, um, that changes a lot of what happens And that, you know, as good as the offensive line is or whatever, you know, um, it's tough. It's going to be tough when you're playing on the road against a really good defensive line. Um, so, you know, and they're also going to, I mean, I think they went after Graham Glasgow a lot, you know, they the did. weakest, they did. weakest he, part of the offensive line that's smart. And that's the problem with the offensive line. Once you have five all pros, someone's going to, you know, uh, have a weak point on the wall that you're going to attack. It's, it's only, uh, it's only natural, but you know, um, this is what you're going to have in the, in the playoffs, right? You're going to have really good offense, defensive lines and it's going to be, you know, a struggle, more of a struggle. You're not going to be able to push around the, you know, the, the, the weaker teams. No, for sure, for sure. But they were they were flat out missing assignments. I mean, you're right. Glasgow did whiff a couple of times that they were missing assignments. They just weren't they weren't quite there. And of course, Dallas is going to slow them up. But D- Dallas is not a dominant defense. They got they got uh, they got a couple of got really good guys up front for sure. But they're not a dominant defense. Speaking of Ed rushers, Aiden Hutchison was was this is probably his best game in a while. He had three sacks. He destroyed a, a, at least two drives by himself. I mean, he was relentless. I mean, that's a good, game. Yeah, that's a good sign for him going forward. I mean, Melifonwu, uh, if you have to, uh, I, I'm sorry, I mispronounced his name. Melifonwu had another interception. Mm-hmm. He did get beat for a critical, I want to say it was a third and long. Prescott, Dak Prescott dropped a sort of teardrop one in right over the shoulder. It's a great catch and a great, a great throw. Sometimes that just happens. But no, all in all, it was, I mean, they, I think a lot of Lions fans are worried they might get, you know, blown out tonight, right? Because that's what the Cowboys Absolutely. have done to a lot of a lot of teams. In a lot of ways, that that was impressive. And give them credit for, I mean, they struggle against mobile quarterbacks. And Prescott, even though he bought a little time here and there, they didn't let him have his way. He didn't just escape and run wild and whatever. I mean, they contained him pretty well. I mean, they, they blitzed again. You know, they had to rely on the blitz more and yet again to bring pressure, but you know, they, they, they did a pretty good job of it. Um, they should have got a safety if, if, uh, if Derek Barnes, you know, had been able to, to, to get to him. Well, he did, get, he did get, he did get to him. He just, it was well, weird. He, he just, missed. He, he just, just whiffed. He just whiffed. Yeah. You yeah. don't see that very, and I, part of me wondered if that was him starting to pretzel himself up in his head about hitting him and taking a personal oh. foul, you know, I, who Maybe. knows? Maybe him. Mean, that's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's that was a weird one. That was that was a strange play. But they they I mean give them credit. You know they really did what they needed to do, and they 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 stopped the run game and forced them to kind of be more 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 one dimensional, having to pass. And um, it was a good game plan. They executed well. Hutchinson had a good game. Uh, you know Tyron Smith is older, so that probably helped him go a little slower. Um, getting around him with the spin moves. Um, but I was impressed. With, I was impressed with the defense. You know, um, it, it was a tall order to go to Dallas and stop that offense, and they they did it for the most part. So, gave the offense plenty of uh, gave them a chance to win a, a game that they very well could have won. So, 
Well, you know, and ha- and had one for two seconds, right, or maybe exactly. fifteen seconds. And that's what I wrote in my and and what I wrote my first column was that the, it's a reminder that they're you know I know this is a tough loss, but they, they they belong here. I mean, you know, maybe nobody's beaten San Francisco or or Baltimore in the AFC. Maybe those are your Super Bowl teams. I don't know, but uh, but they belong, right? Does with this just, mean with just about everybody else? So when you say they belong, do you mean that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl? They're as good as anybody. They can no, I, I think I think I think they can Get go to, to Philly. I think they can go to Philly and not and compete. You know, they just show they can come here and compete. You know, can they go to San Francisco and compete on the grass and the outdoors against an even better defense than what they face today? I, I don't know. You know, that might end up like that. Sounds like a no. That sounds like a no to me. But I think uh, 30 other teams or 29 other teams, I guess. Yeah. You know, th- th- that was the idea, right? Could they come to a place like this right. against a team like this and, and not, get, not get worked? That was what right. we didn't know. Right. This is, this is to me, you know, um, this to me proved that they can, they can get to the Super Bowl. And they can win it because this is exactly the kind of game, the measuring stick game that we've been waiting for the whole season because they've had a pretty easy schedule. And to do this and to do this at this part of the season with so much on the line with a team that's very motivated to win its division. They still had, you know, they're they're trying to win the NFC. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. the NFC East. So they're really motivated. It's Jimmy Johnson night by the way, which is a big deal to the Cowboys and to owner Jerry Jones. They don't want to lose on that night. Um, you know, which is, I think, one of the reasons they held it on this night to go against a, you know, very good opponent to give them a little extra juice, maybe. Um, that that showed a lot to me. I think this this the Lions have really proved themselves in the end of losing by a point. I think they proved that they can beat anybody. They can or at least be play right with, there with anybody. Yeah, or at least play with anybody for sure. Yeah, the Jimmy Johnson thing, I'd be surprised if the Cowboys and the players themselves were thinking about that. And for all I know, it was a scheduling thing. Just, had to do with Jimmy Johnson, but I, I, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. But no, your point about this being—they announced it. They, yeah, they announced it in November when they knew how good the Lions were when they got to like six and one or whatever it was. And you know Jerry Jones, right? Uh, things like this really matter to him. And he—he's basically in the locker room. He's an assistant coach, so he—I'm he, sure he communicated, and it was communicated to the players that this is a very important game for many, many reasons, but. Our owner, you know, does not want to lose this game, does not want to feel bad about this game afterward, and you better you better damn well win this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine any good coach actually saying that. That seems counterproductive to me. And the fact that they announced it in November, the lines were already good by November. So, yeah, I don't – I think you're reaching you on – I think you're reaching on that one. But it, it, the Cowboys, I don't know if they're motivated. What do they care about, Jimmy Johnson? You know what I mean? They it's the last about, home game. Of, it's the, the last home game. Of, it's the last home game of the year. Yeah. No. Right? The it's Ring of not, Honor. The Ring of Honor matters, and for the guy who's a yeah, for the fans, Hall for sure. of Fame coach and Super Bowls, and you don't think any of that matters to the players and the history and the, you know, how about them Cowboys and America's team and all that stuff? I mean, I don't know. That's like saying maybe Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson that the Lions players. I mean, uh, maybe a little. Who knows? But uh, I don't think it was. You know, Machiavellian. I don't think it was any kind of master manipulating 
thing like that. But uh, no, Jerry Jones just does things willy nilly, just arbitrarily, right? No, I'm sure. No. But Jimmy Johnson's a human being with a schedule. This is the last game of the home. It makes sense to have it on the last home game. You're you're overthinking it there with the Lions, and that somehow that's going to give them an edge. But I mean, I know you're trying to back up what you wrote earlier in the week, and I appreciate you doubling down on silliness. I, I really respect that. But uh, you know, it's not it's not all about rose colored glasses. Sometimes it's just about how things yeah. structure, and sometimes you get a you get a break, and sometimes you don't. And that's what we watched tonight, right? But we watched a good team. It's getting teams. better. It's getting better. Well, no, we knew the Cowboys were good here, but we watched a, a, a good team. In a lot of ways, that's our most impressive performance of the year. Yeah, that's you fair know? to say. Holistically, that is that is fair to say. Um, to do that in Dallas, prime time, with all this on the on the line for two teams. Very very impressive performance. Um, I mean, think about what they did, Carlson. Golf throws a pick, and you think the game—that's the game, right? Yeah. And yeah. they, they go out. They go out and force a field goal and give themselves mm-hmm. a chance, and then go down the field. That that yeah. that's some heady stuff, isn't it? That's what you need to do, and that's that's how you, you know, that's how you how you win playoff games and win championships. Whatever is, give yourself a chance. You know, make some plays on both sides. Give your you know the defense gets the ball back for you, or forces a punt or a field goal, whatever it is, and it gives your offense a chance. Absolutely. Um, you know, and that's, I think that's what's encouraging about this. I mean, this time there's a, you know, kind of a weird play, whatever that happens, controversial thing, and it doesn't work out for them. I hope that, I hope that the, you think the Lions fans, I haven't looked too much on Twitter, but is it going to be, oh, oh yeah, God, it already you know, is. SOL, yeah, Campbell, you know, no, no. Rest, well, just I've, like I've Anthony Hitchens. The I was in the SOL. I was in the SOL, but uh, let's just say a Hall of Fame, a, a Hall of Fame Lion, uh, uh, texted uh, some folks in the press box and were talking about the, the ghosts of this stadium. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So so some of the former players are feeling it uh, feeling it too. Yeah, I haven't heard the SOL as much as, yeah, they're out to get them. But, you know, Campbell was also, I mean, he was heated for sure, but he was also heated. He, he specifically said he laid out how it was supposed to go before the game if they ran that play, right, where well, they were going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe Skipper had no business even being over there. You know what I mean, and 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 I think I think that's partly what here's. I'll finish with this. I want to hear what you think about this. I, I think Campbell actually thinks he he might be good enough to with the right matchup with the right break. You know how these NFL games are. You know how these playoffs go. The turnover here, whatever, a couple of plays here or there in the playoffs, and 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 you can get on a roll. You know we've seen it, haven't we? We've seen good teams all of a sudden end up in the Super Bowl. And he, he, he knows that's a, a possibility, but you got to be focused in every way. And you got to be as disciplined as you can possibly be. And you can't, you can't beat yourself too many times. And that was part of his frustration too. That's, you know, because he knows what's at stake. He knows what's possible. I'm curious what you think about, about that idea, because he was, he was almost kind of berating his guys in a way for like, I went through this before the game. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, uh, you know, the, the frustration is that he doesn't want to say too much because he doesn't want to get fined. He doesn't want to criticize the officials. He doesn't, you know, he, it's hard to read them. And then on top of that, you have the, the veil of anger and frustration and he doesn't want to, you know, like it's hard, like, you know, maybe on, he'll have his press conference on Monday and maybe he'll, 
be willing to go over it more in a calmer way. Uh, but it's just, it's confusing. It's confusing and try to get answers out of them. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where, I don't, I don't know how to answer that because he's, he's not saying a lot. Um, but if he feels that it, it appears that he feels as though he was in the right, as though he went through all these different scenarios of trick plays or, or con- whatever it is, conversion, two point conversion. I don't know how, what he goes over with the, with the refs. Um, but if he felt he laid it out and here comes one of the plays that he specifically laid out to them. And the, in this case, you know, our offense, you know, Decker will report as eligible. Um, and they, they got it wrong. You know, they, they reported Skipper as eligible. I, I don't know. Um, you know, I wish he would go into detail about that. But he starts yeah, off, I don't want to talk about this, you know, well, like, we, great, so we'll never no, know. I, no, I know he said that. I was actually a little bit, to be honest with you, because I walked in, I was unclear when he was talking about that, whether he was talking about his own team or the refs. Like when they're going over a few things, was he saying, okay, I want this guy's going to be here, this guy's going to be here, this guy's going to go say this and this. It, it, uh, he might have been talking about his, his team. I hate to speculate like that. That would make sense, too. That's the kind of thing you could see one to go over, right? And, and having, because you don't do very often. It's weird because I think the problem with the NFL and football is it's all about trickery and subterfuge and, and misdirection and all this other stuff, right? And, uh, um, you know, certainly if you're trying to sort of trick the other team into thinking one player is eligible and it's actually the other guy, you could, you could potentially confuse the referees as well. You know, and then if you're trying to confuse the other team, are you going to somehow stop them and say, no, 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 you got it wrong. It's this, you know, to, to try to clear up something that's meant as a misdirection. It's, it's a complicated issue. Um, so that's where, that's where I wish that he would hope, hopefully go into detail yet. But then again, he doesn't probably want to go into too much detail because he might try to use the play again later on in the playoffs or whatever. So um, it's always hard. I mean, I've always found that hard is, is trying to get some uh, information about what coaches are thinking and, and, and what went wrong and, and why. Um, and, you know, they get frustrated because we don't understand what's happening and you don't, you know, it's, it's tough. They want it both ways. You know, they don't want to be questioned about things and they want uh, understanding yet they don't want to provide any clarification or clarity on certain things. So, uh, uh, I don't know if it, if it gets leaked through other sources, potentially, maybe we'll find out more about it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, it, it looks like, look, if, if, if we believe what Dan Skipper said in the locker room that he reported or didn't report and Taylor Decker said he did, Jared Goff backed that up. Although I don't know the golf heard it, but golf clearly sent him over there. Then they made a mistake. And that's uh, and that's a tough and that's a tough way to lose. There's no there's no question. But taking a step back, all the other stuff we've talked about, they they belong here. This team is yeah, the fight they show. You know, Campbell loves to talk about the grit and character, but that's what he's talking about. When he says grit, that's what he's talking about. Going eighty yards in a minute and forty seconds with no timeouts and and, and 
tied it up. I know they didn't tie it technically, so they didn't get the extra extra point, but that's what he's talking about. And the fact that here we are almost on the even New Year's Eve, or maybe it is New Year's Eve technically back in Michigan. It's probably New Year's Eve here in, in Texas now too. But yeah, it's 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 impressive, Carlos. I mean, it, it, it really is. At some point, though, we'll see, I'll be curious to see how long this grace period is because they're showing now, like you said, they might be good enough. And so fans are going to want more, aren't they? And Campbell's going to want more. The Campbell's going to want more. And he's going to say, hey, we're not going to accept missing an assignment, missing a block. Now, there was a, a play where Decker and Sula were lined up next to each other, and they totally messed it up. Right, because they got out muscled, but because there was a miscommunication, those are the kind of things that drive a coach crazy, right? Because they understand what's at stake. Again and again, that's an interesting. You know, sometimes when I see those kind of plays, you know, Decker and Sewell lined up. I'm like, you know, is Ben Johnson just trying to prove how smart he is? You know, and they there's confusion there because they don't do it very often and. You know, and, and Decker's talked about this a lot. And then you know, what he likes is, that, you know, the coaches demand a lot of them. The, the bar is high for them to, to perform, but they're also human, you know. And sometimes in the fog of war, when you're in the trenches and everything's going crazy and you have Michael Parsons coming at you and from one side and, you know, whatever, you know, and you're not lined up in the way you normally do. It's just, and you're off the goal line. It's just, it's, it's, are you getting a little too cute there? Are you getting, a, are you, you know, um, trying a little too hard, I guess, and maybe you don't need to. I, I don't know, I'm not an offensive genius like Ben Johnson is, but, uh, you know, when the play goes bad, you kind of just wonder, was it a little bit too complicated for the needlessly complicated? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's a genius or not. I guess we'll find out. I tend to think Campbell is, but the the, the brain's here, but uh, we'll see. We'll We'll see that next year. That's another conversation, but it, it, one 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 thing that you know, it's not one thing. This has been an issue all year on and off. There's a red zone issues. You're talking about getting too cute. They get down, they get down there. Uh, there's one particular time where their golf's running five six steps back to, before he even hands the ball off, and it's just that's asking a lot of the middle of the line. You know what I mean? Especially in the red zone, they know the they know the runs are coming. By the way, Dallas yeah. Dallas did their homework. They it seemed like they knew what was coming. Talk about sign stealing. <laughs> they they kind of knew what was coming. But uh, in any case, yeah, no, it seems like we're we're of like mind. Uh, I think we're, we're, we're thinking about this the same way. I think we are thinking about the same way. we got to end it and go celebrate our New Year's Eve is what we got to do. Yeah, it's just some little magical ride. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's partly why they were mad, too. So, anyway. All right, my man, you need to get to sleep. I got to get back to work. <laughs> just, a, just a few short hours ahead of you, Sean. So keep up the good work in Arlington. You, I haven't done anything yet. What are you talking about? <laughs> You've already written one column. What are you talking about? And a podcast. What? Yeah, but you haven't read it, so you don't know. But I appreciate, I appreciate the, the leap of faith. Oh, I, it's all, I, I started to read it. I started reading it as, I appreciate as usual. I, no, no, no. It's, it's, gar, it's garbage. I, I, I look to you. No, no, no. And I'll, I'm, I'm, just, uh, I'm just having fun. It's late and I'm tired. <laughs> it's nice to see your smiling face. And I was not happy, by the way, that you didn't come down. You know, I mean, I know you I chose know. Your, your family over your me, and I understand that, but I really wanted to take you around Dallas. Oh, well, some other time. 
Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Fun, fun night, by the way. We both agree he should have gone for it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, he, he should have. Even on even on the third one. Yeah, the seven, seven yard line. Seven yards. <laughs> or the second one, I guess so it was seven yards or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, our third one. Yeah. I think it was the second one. Anyway, second now I'm one. confused myself. All right. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, uh, we will be back sometime later in the week or next week sometime in the new year or the next x x what, what do we call this next edition of free press sports with carlos and sean thanks for listening